0: welcome back to this week in film it's the weekly podcast where we get together and talk about the movies we've seen over the past seven days i'm nick penanto joined as always by midwest matt lauer matt how's it going it's going well nick how are you I'm doing robotically fine. Cool. Um, I've seen two movies this week. Well, what'd you see? <laughs> I saw, I saw a movie from 2004 called Primer, and I watched a DC animated movie. For God's sake. <laughs> called Teen Titans, The Judas Contract from 2017. That's what I should have watched. I should have watched Teen Titans go to the movies.
1: <laughs>
0: you should have. That's a fun
1: movie. Uh, what did you see, Matt? Um, I saw. Dang it! I just had it up, and then I went to <laughs> then, I, then I went to add that to my list. Um, I saw four minutes and seven seconds of a movie called Thirty Miles from Nowhere, and then I saw the whole movie of a movie called Triple
0: Frontier. Okay. Well, why don't I start? Actually, why don't we start with your four-minute movie? <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Um, so I was looking through some sort of source that I have of movie watching, and I saw this option called 30 Miles from Nowhere, and it stars Carrie Preston and Rob Benedict. Don't,
0: don't know, know who, who they are? are. Neither <laughs> do I.
1: <laughs> and... uh And I was like, all right, well, it said something about five people get lost in Wisconsin or something, and they're going to be attacked by stuff. And um, it started with a jump scare. And then um, first line was shit because the woman was scared by the jump scare, which is like a cat jumping at a car window, like the the laziest jump scare I've seen in a while. Uh And, And then, or maybe a dog, I don't know. Um, and then, uh, the next scene, or maybe two, two scenes later, like the, the, you know, shot cuts to another shot. And at the beginning of the shot, the camera was like still being moved in place. (laughs) And, uh, and then I heard people talk for a few minutes at a bar and I was like, I can't watch this.
0: (laughs) Is, is that bad?
1: Uh, you know, I don't know, but I definitely didn't have the patience for it at the time. You know, okay. I was just like, you know what? I don't even care where this is leading. I I don't want to sit through a bunch of crap to get there, and I'm not in the mood for terrible acting. And so I, I yeah, I just didn't feel it. So okay, so Fair enough. thirty miles from nowhere, you are. You're not getting a second chance, sorry, buddy.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if that if we should count that as one of the movies you watched.
1: Oh no i i, I won't I won't take credit for having sat through.
0: It. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, then that brings me to uh the DC animated movie Teen Titans: The Judas Contract. Um. This movie was okay. It was directed by Sam Liu. The guy who makes all the bad DC animated movies. Uh, it had that that just, same. You're just not even trying to find something that's good. <laughs> um, it, it, I mean, this one was okay. It's better than some of the other ones. It felt. It feels like it's a sequel to another like movie because it has all these characters in it that they don't really introduce all that much. Um. But like the the movie starts off 5 years ago. It like it says five, 5 years ago. And and it starts off with um I guess just like the original Teen Titans which is uh Robin um Kid Kid Flash <laughs> which is just awful. Um the the Kid Green Arrow guy who I think his name is Speedy which doesn't really <laughs> yeah i
1: would expect it to be like green
0: dart or something no yeah it's it's awful it's really bad um but like like I, I, that's what i think it is a speedy kid flash um uh, dick grayson's robin and uh i want to say beast boy is there um And then, like, we do this whole intro thing where Starfire comes from outer space and she's hot and Robin, and Robin's like, oh man, this, this chick is hot. And, and she doesn't speak English until she like makes out with Robin and she's like, on my planet, kissing is how we learn languages. And Robin's like, okay. And then the, they they rescue starfire from these alien <laughs> and then he's like cool i'm going to take off my pants and teach you math yeah. <laughs> um so like they rescue starfire from these aliens and then and then like it just says 5 years later or or now and it's like a whole different group of teen titans they live in this building in the shape of a T, which I thought was just a joke from the Teen Titans cartoon uh, movie. Because, like, on the in the Teen Titans like Cartoon Network TV show, and that Teen Titans Go to the movie, mm-hmm. they live they they like live in this giant T, like the letter T. Yeah, and and I just thought that was a silly gag, but apparently that's like a thing. Like they they actually live in this T like a giant building in the shape of a T for teen Titans. And, uh, it's five years later and there's a whole new group of teen Titans. Like kid flash is, uh, isn't there anymore. Speedy isn't there anymore, but beast boy is still there. And he's like the same age. Uh, Damian Wayne, uh, is the new Robin. Uh, and he's there. And um uh, Wow,
1: they just skipped over like three Robins.
0: Yeah, they did. And and then like Nightwing is there. Like it's Dick Grayson's Nightwing. And then this Starfire chick, the girl from the other dimension, is uh she's like the leader of the Teen Titans now, and Robin had been or Nightwing had been gone for a while and he comes back. So like this movie feels like it's a sequel to to something but I guess I didn't see the original because it has like <laughs> it has like this whole story that like it's like continuing and you're like I don't know what's going on but um so like the main villain in this movie is brother blood and he's like a, a religious fanatic who's been alive for 900 years and he bathes in the blood of his enemies and uh, that's what keeps him young and, and so healthy looking and uh his plan is to steal the powers of the teen titans and become uh a, a super villain or whatever and uh long story short the teen titans win oh and, yeah and so that's uh it's a
1: real real twist ending
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh it's not very good i mean it's not terrible there's definitely way worse ones Um, but the one thing that really made me laugh is, uh, it's got that cheap DC universe animation style, but like, there's like a couple of scenes where it shows someone walking away and it's like a wide shot from head to toe of the, uh, character walking away yep. and they're just taking these tiny little steps like Peg Bundy from Married with Children, like walking around and it's so <laughs> funny looking. It's like this little waddle where they're like do 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 um are the, are but, uh, they moving
1: faster than their steps would justify? Uh
0: yes. Yeah. It's like this dainty little walk where they're like do 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 just walking away. Um but as far as the DC movies go, this one was pretty um pretty average. Like it wasn't terrible, like I was interested the whole time. But um it definitely has that thing I've complained about before where the the lines are all recorded separately. Yeah. Uh and um it, that's still very distracting. But um as far as uh being a cohesive movie, this is one of the better DC animated movies. It's really about that's all. That's not I have a good sign.
1: Given that you said it feels like a
0: sequel, and you don't know what's going on. Well, I mean, if it's a sequel to something, and I didn't see the original, then that's on me.
1: Oh, you mean you actually think it's a sequel?
0: Yeah, like it oh, feels like oh, it's continuing. Oh, okay. It feels like it's continuing a story, and uh, I'm not sure if I saw the original story.
1: I completely misunderstood you there. I thought you were saying, yeah. this movie is a movie that feels like a sequel." even
0: though yeah. it's not. Oh yeah. Oh and uh <laughs> at one point Damian Wayne gets um like there's a one of the characters in the in the movie um is working for the bad guy. Like one of the Teen Titans is working for the bad guy. And the bad guy's Deathstroke. Deathstroke's the guy with one eye, right? Sounds right. And um he is He and this one chick who are is one of the Teen Titans. She's like working undercover to like capture the Teen Titans, and they they betray Robin, the Damian Wayne Robin. And there's like a pretty cool fight sequence between Deathstroke and Robin, who's and this Robin is like twelve years old because it's the Damian Wayne Robin, Uh and he's and he's got his sword and he's going up against. He's going up against Deathstroke, who's just beating the crap out of him, which is pretty entertaining. And then uh, the girl that's betrayed them has the power to control rocks or something like that. <laughs> and um, she, like, captures Robin. And, uh, like, later in their hideout, she's got Robin, like, attached to the wall with rocks. And Robin is just taunting uh deathstroke and deathstroke comes over and just punches him in the stomach while he's all tied up. I really enjoyed that cuz I don't really care for the Damian Wayne Robin yeah. very much.
1: The Damian Wayne Robin isn't all that different from the Jason Todd Robin.
0: Yeah. Um uh, like the only real difference is just that it's Bruce's son, right?
1: Yeah, the stories the, the story's different but just like the attitude.
0: Yeah. But uh yeah, so that's really all I have to say about that. As as far as the DC animated movies go, it's it's worth I'd say it's worth checking out, but um there are probably better ones, but not many. <laughs> uh so you saw another movie, Matt? I did. I saw Triple Frontier. Oh boy, I saw 2 minutes of that movie and turned it <laughs> off.
1: <laughs> well, You might have made a good choice. Um, (laughs) So so this is a Netflix movie, um, and and it's come out, I think, somewhere within the last month. Um, And it's got Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, and then Disposable Guys. Um, One dude is, I think, um, from Pacific Rim, um, but I didn't look up his name. Um, And so anyway... The plot of this movie is that these... I'm going to keep wanting to say these three guys because it feels like Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, and the guy from Pacific Rim are like the actual characters. And these other two guys with them are just like expendable guys. Um, So anyway, the third guy (laughs) um, is... It starts out the movie. It's like, oh, he does. He's like talking to this group of people, and it doesn't. They're, they're uh, army guys, and he's talking to them about how like he snapped on some guy in a supermarket or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he's talking to these guys about having PTSD and being hyper vigilant and and you know really anxious and reactive and stuff. But but it cuts back to him a little later, and it turns out that it's some sort of pep talk. It's some sort of pep talk to these guys about, like, go out there and be awesome. Being in the Army is the best. Um, and then Ben Affleck is retired, and he is trying to sell real estate, and it's not going well.
0: Yeah, um, that the part where that guy's giving that pep talk is where I was like, oh, I see. No more for me.
1: I actually considered changing it then, too. I was like, oh, not another movie. I don't want to find a third one. Um, and then, um, Oscar, so yeah, so Ben Affleck also has a daughter. That's, that's a pretty key point. And then uh, Oscar Isaac is still active, and you see him do some sort of uh, drug bust in a South American country. I, I didn't catch which one. Um, and he, it really is like, got a hard on for this, uh, like drug kingpin. Um, so he does this one bust and he's like, yeah, you know what? I want to, I want to bust this guy all the way. Like I want to, I don't want to just catch some of his goons. I want to catch this guy and starts thinking, maybe I can do this and make a whole lot more money doing it. So uh-huh. he comes back to these other guys and starts kind of pressuring them and trying to convince them that they should go with him down to this country and um he's got some sort of deal where like they get a percentage of anything that they uh, that they seize in a bust. So it's supposed to be like millions and millions of dollars so if we do that, then we'll get a big chunk of this money. Um, and the movie kind of goes on from there where they do, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> um, I mean, first he convinces those three guys or the, those two guys. And then while well, he's like talking to one of them in a, a boxing match, I guess his brother's a boxer. And then, there's another guy, and he's like, okay, so we got our helicopter pilot, and we got our this. Like, everything's got a name. Like, Ben Affleck is like the, I don't know, planner guy. And uh,
0: it's it's almost like a <laughs> technical term. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ben Affleck, you'll be planner guy. <laughs> yeah, you, you be the pilot. You be the planner guy.
1: The things do have names, and it's like, I don't know. It's supposed to be catchy, I think. It feels a little bit like it wants to be Ocean's Eleven, but there's no humor in this movie, none yeah. at all. Okay, um, and without it, there's also not a lot of fun. Um, and this movie just kind of—it doesn't. It has a feeling that I think a lot of these like Netflix movies do, where it's like doesn't quite feel like an actual movie like there's something about it that that is missing. One thing is the the way that conflicts pop up and resolve and I'm starting to think that this is a big element of these movies that don't feel like real movies is that the the plotting of it the the timing of things is such that the writer goes, "Oh, here's a conflict. Let me let me bring that up." And and instead of setting it in there as a plot that could keep continuing, and then resolving later in the movie, it just pops up and is resolved right away. Mm-hmm. Like the writers don't realize <laughs> that you can come back to it. They're like, "Oh well, that was that was that part. Uh, next part." And it's very like sort of episodic almost with with the conflicts. Um, even though the plot itself, I mean, is is not episodic. It's not like there are twenty different plots. It's just just these sort of. Uh, tensions and things that show up Between the characters They're just like Hey that just happened Sorry I did that And I'm like wait a minute You didn't even get any time to like Simmer or be pissed at each other um, And when it comes to the whole Planning thing I, now, uh, Don't get me wrong The uh, the Things that are like, like Things like uh, Ocean's Eleven When there's plotting going on They're not it actually all laid out there. And if you were to look at how the team gets put together in Ocean's Eleven, I'm sure you'd find some flaws in how they set things up, how they plan. Um, but in this movie, they're they're already in the country getting ready to do something on Thursday. Now, I don't know what day it is, <laughs> but they're like, we have to do this stuff by Thursday. That's when we're going to be... Um, robbing this drug kingpin guy, and uh, this the, the main guy, the Oscar Isaac, whose idea this whole thing is, turns to the one of the other guys, and he's like, "Can you get your helicopter friend by Thursday?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is this is the planning ahead. Is is you just assume this guy's available? That he's like not on vacation or anything like that. Or what if he said no? What if he's like actually we're not friends anymore? No, I can't so it's just it doesn't seem real at all in that way either and in terms of like kind of the the both of those things together the planning and the um conflict sort of thing when it comes to convincing these guys to join him they're like "Nah, okay (laughs) ben affleck's character is really not into it and then the next like conversation they have, which is like a, f- a few minutes later in the movie, I think Ben Affleck's like, uh, I just keep thinking about how much the government screwed me over and how much it sucks. And I'm like, wait a minute. Who's, who's convincing who here? Uh, uh-huh. cause a minute ago you were acting like, well, I guess it's a different day, but in it's the movie, it Wednesday
0: or Friday,
1: <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's Wednesday. We got to, Convince Ben Affleck by Thursday and get down there in South America, then get a helicopter pilot or a a guy with a helicopter. They already had a pilot. (laughs) They just didn't figure out that they needed transportation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so there's a lot of that stuff that just, it's too easy and convenient and they try to make it not like, it's like, Oh, we're going to have this guy argue, but it's really unconvincing And it would actually make a lot more sense in terms of how they're writing it to just be like, hey, these guys are all on board. Um, It's there to try to put in some dramatic pressure, but it it doesn't work anyway. Um, and, And then once Ben Affleck's on board, there's like, there are a couple scenes in this movie where there are briefings. And it's like, all right, listen, men, when we get down there, where if we get injured, then you're going to have to have the injuries you have. We do not have the government on our side. We are not wearing the flag. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, allow me to explain the movie to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> these guys already understand it. But how about having one of them explain it to the rest of them? And it'll make sense that he's doing that. Because like we said, he's the planner. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh there is a plot point in this movie that I didn't expect to happen the way it did. Uh And it's probably the darkest moment in the movie. And it's probably also the most that, well, it's the best part of the movie because it's the most interesting. And it's not because you're actually invested. It's not because I was actually invested. I'm like, I don't really care here. I'm, I'm watching this and it's not, terrible like this movie's not it's not an awful movie but i definitely was like hey you know what the only reason i'm actually enjoying this plot point is that it's the first part of this movie that's actually been kind of interesting and and surprised me a bit um so uh, there's not a ton for me to say about this movie it's very middle of the road um there definitely are things that don't make sense like that, you know, calling a guy on whatever day to get a helicopter on Thursday. There's one point where someone gets uh someone's just been shot. So like clearly there are people around and they're not safe, and one of the characters just decides it's time to start singing. He's <laughs> just and it's not like singing for like like he's he's having a singing a jaunty tune or something like that. But it it still just makes no sense. I'm like, you guys are trying to sneak around with a bunch of stuff. You've just been shot at. Why would you walk around singing? (laughs) And and I think the answer, and it certainly feels like the answer, is the writer had an idea. At some point, the writer went, oh, I could have one of these guys sing. Okay, cool. That has to go in there then. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if it's not... Good or make sense um, And then the end of this movie Really treats you As though you have gotten Absorbed in these characters You know like It it acts like it really It, it really feels like It's doing something dramatic And I am just like wow I really don't care at all <laughs> And I don't expect Now I, I can be like that anyway There There are times where I'm watching movies Where I'm like all right, people around me are tearing up, but I'm not really feeling this because it just wasn't good enough. But this is one where I'm like, I don't think anybody would care. And it's kind of strange given what's happened. Um, but I, don't, I honestly don't think there's anybody watching this movie who would be uh, invested in any of these characters. And the funny thing is, it's not because they're acting badly. Oscar Isaac's fine. Um, ben Affleck does a fine job. Uh, even the guy from Pacific Rim's pretty good, and then the other two are are un- unnoticeable. So I guess they're good because um, <laughs> you you know you don't know. I didn't notice any bad acting, um, but it, it just it's it. I guess it's just bad writing and and timing. You know the way the way it flows. Just there's no there's nothing there to really get attached to. I think. Yeah. I think one of the characters in particular, I think Ben Affleck's character, they're like, you're attached to him because he has a daughter. And I'm like, no, that doesn't... You don't automatically love characters just because they have kids or families. I'm like, I know a lot of people who have families. In fact, I don't think I've ever met anyone who didn't have any family. (laughs) Everyone I know came from a, a parent. So, right. um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. I, I, if you have two hours to kill and you don't want to watch an 80s movie, but you want to watch a somewhat action movie that has about as much depth, go ahead and watch this.
0: huh. Yeah, uh, we, we tried to watch it and we got to that opening sequence, like we said, and we were like, we we're just like, uh, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Now that I said action movie, I think I'm realizing part of the problem with this movie is it doesn't actually fit well into a genre. There's not much action in it. It's probably meant to be more of a drama, but because mm-hmm. because the characters are not. Engaging at it all, it, it doesn't succeed on that level. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So uh Triple Frontier. Uh maybe check it out if you're really bored. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. All right. Um well then that brings me to the other movie that I watched this week. And this movie is a real uh what does Cypher say? in the matrix mind uh, job. This movie is a real mind job. Uh, it's called primer. It's from the year 2004 directed, written, produced by this guy named Shane Carruth, who also stars in the movie. Uh, and this movie is notable because it is a very complicated plot. And, uh, it was made for $7,000. um, And it looks like it was made for seven thousand dollars. It has a very, it's got like a real grainy look to it, like it was filmed on real cheap cameras. And um, that's not saying it's it's poorly made, but it just looks like it's very independent. Um, Anyway, so this is going to be difficult to talk about. Um, (laughs) So. uh, if you haven't seen this movie and, and you're interested in seeing it, I would suggest turning off this review now because I'm going to spoil it. Um, and because Bye. there's no, there's, <laughs> Just kidding. there's really no way to talk about it without spoiling it. Um, but I will say, uh, if, if you're interested, I'll read the IMDB description real quick and it's. It's the IMDb description is wrong immediately where it says four friends slash fledgling entrepreneurs, knowing that there's something bigger and more innovative than the different error checking devices they've built, wrestle over a new invention. So that kind of happens. Um, So at this point, I'm going to get into spoilers. So there are four guys that they work in a, in a, a garage. Uh, and they, they like make computer components or something kind of like, you know, like a a garage computer business. Um, but like two of the guys are working on this one project, uh, and two other guys are working on this other project. They, they just kind of share the garage. Okay. Um, so like there's the two main guys who are, um, Aaron and Abe and, um, Aaron and Abe are working on this machine that's supposed to do something. I'm not entirely sure what they <laughs> what they think it's supposed to do, but basically they invent a time machine. Oh. Yeah. And it, the movie this is a real quick movie. The movie's like 76 minutes long. Uh-huh. Uh it's like an hour 17, so I guess 87 whatever. And um and uh it takes like about half an hour for them to realize what they've invented because they they invent something and it does some weird stuff and they they're trying to figure out like what the hell does this machine do because it's about the size of a uh a, a large microwave okay and they like put stuff in it and it like reacts weird and they, uh, it it comes out covered in slime or whatever, and they take it to some lab to find out what the slime is. And basically, it's it's just this fungus that grows on everything. And they're like, okay, well this this happened in like six hours, and that and the lab scientist is like, that's impossible because the, to get this much slime, it would take about five years to to collect this much fungus and they're like and they're like well that's ridiculous um and so like they don't know what to do with what they have like they're like do we do we publish a paper on what we've what we've created they're like we don't even know what we've created Mm -hmm. and then one of the guys gets the idea to put a watch inside it and it's kind of like the back to the future thing where they put it in the machine and they let it run for a period of time and when they take it out it's like six hours. Uh, the The time is off by six hours. Okay, and they're like, "Oh," and they're like, basically, basically, long story. As I've already said, they invent a time machine, and <laughs> and um, what what makes this movie really really complicated or or difficult to to explain? Like, I watched this movie, and then I had to read like two or three different Wikipedia articles to try and figure out what I just watched because it's, it's, it's not like super complicated, but it's difficult to understand what's going on because the movie's told in kind of a nonlinear fashion Okay, where, where you're watching the movie based on. So the movie's really based on paradoxes and um, the, the guys who travel through time, like basically they, uh, they, so they, they scale up the invention so that they can go inside it so that they can travel back in time. Right. But they're afraid of paradoxes, like like you know, like if you kill your own mother, you're never born, kind of right. a thing. Yeah. Um, but like if you're never born, then you never invent the time machine, which means you never went back in time to kill your mom, kind of a thing.
1: Yeah, these like so, unclosable loops.
0: Exactly. So what they try to do is to figure out a way to, to avoid that. So what they do is they come up with this scheme and I'm going to pull up the Wikipedia. There's a picture on Wikipedia that kind of explains it. So here, the first step is the original person on an undisturbed timeline decides to time travel. Step two he activates a time-delayed switch and leaves the area to avoid encountering his double. All right? Okay. The, so so he turns on the time machine and then he leaves. Then get the hell out of there. Right. As he leaves, he comes out of the time machine because it's now like 6 hours in the past. So like as that guy leaves, he also leaves the time machine. Okay? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um the original guy goes goes to like a, a hotel to like avoid uh to avoid anything that could avoid um and it says avoids of causative action, which I guess is a paradox, like causing a paradox. So like he goes to this hotel and isolates himself from anything except for um like looking at the stock market cuz they're also going to try to get rich. That's like their their scheme is they're going to try to get rich by by betting on the stock market because they'll know what the stock price is going to be at the end of the day. Okay. So at the end of the day when the stock when like all the stock stuff is is figured out, he goes back to the time machine and gets inside. And inside the time machine, 6 hours goes by while he's going into the past. And then he comes out of the box just as the other guy the original guy was leaving okay <laughs> you still with me yeah, okay I think and so, so then, yeah, um and so then the the guy who comes out of the time machine now has six hours of knowing what the future is going to be and can make changes based on that and then and then. Uh, and then it says the double creates an altered future for the double alone, and the original loses his existence in the loop since his future is only to enter inside the box okay it's, okay, so that's basically the plot of the movie is this is this, and then things start to get more complicated because um the there's one dude who is really. Like he's got all these rules. He's like, We can't do this, we can't do that, you can't have your cell phone with you, you can't have a newspaper or, or or TV because you can't know what's happening in the world other than what we're trying to change. Because if we try to change too much, things will get weird. And then the the one guy um, let me pull up the name again because their names are kind of confused. It sucks that they both have names that begin with A. There's Aaron and Abe. So it's, it's, uh. you get confused as to who's who. But the guy Abe is the guy who's really into the rules. And the dude Aaron is like kind of a loose cannon. And he's the one who causes all the problems. Um, so basically, Aaron brings his cell phone one day and he gets a call Uh-oh. and he and he takes the call now Uh-oh. Uh, this is where it gets this is where it starts to get really confusing because because aaron takes the call while he's supposed to be inside the time machine the person who called him that call never gets answered <laughs> it's 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 so confusing like I'm trying to explain it but I don't really understand it and this this is where the problems start happening and and basically they have to start going into the time machine to correct stuff uh-huh. and every time every time they go back into the machine to correct things something else goes wrong and then they find out like there's like a, a party with like a group of all their friends and some guy brings a gun. And so then they're like, well, we gotta stop this guy with the gun. And it kind of turns into a groundhog's day scenario where they have to like, they have to like learn what's everything that's gonna happen so that they can stop this guy with the gun from terrorizing somebody. And, and, and it, it gets real complicated. And while all this is happening, some other guy shows up who, who appears to have been using the time machine. And so that means that one of them has betrayed the other. And, and then this is where it gets even more complicated. Because remember, the f- original person is supposed to just disappear because the double takes over. Right. Um, this doesn't happen because they changed something. So now there's more than one of them running around at the same time. Okay. And and what's really interesting or which which isn't very clear is you're watching the story of one of the doubles not like the actual uh-huh. And it's very confusing like you you notice like one of the guys has this earpiece in and he's just listening to everything that's going to happen. And and it's it's very difficult to try to explain like i want to watch the movie again having read all these articles about it to explain that explain it to me uh-huh um because maybe maybe i'll be able to follow the story a little more which is why i wanted you to watch it too because i was like please ex- <laughs> please explain this to me um
1: i'm i'm kind of intrigued
0: now yeah it's it's really it's really a smart kind of Uh, time travel movie and, uh, it's very complicated and, and I I want someone to explain what I just (laughs) saw to me. (laughs) Um, but I I guess that's really all I have to say about it. It, It's, it's, it's not the best movie ever, but it's very, it's very interesting. And like the way it tries to answer like time travel paradoxes is, is very cool. Um, or, or very smart. And and it's definitely worth checking out. And and, and as far as like a, a filmmaking on an extremely low budget, it's it's quite an accomplishment, too, because like the time travel in the movie is it's like the cheapest thing you could possibly do. Like it doesn't do like some crazy computer generated thing. It's just these guys inside a box and then they come out of the box and it's it's the past now.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. So, so it,
1: the all this like complexity and stuff and, and some of the need to put the pieces back together, it, you come away from it, even if you didn't understand every single thing, like not with the sense that it's messy because it's like poorly done, but just because it's very complicated.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the, the guy who wrote and directed the movie is like a mathematical engineer or something. Okay. Um, let me see. Um, he is a, he's got a degree in mathematics and is a former engineer and he, it says he chose not to simplify the story for the sake of the audience. So it's like a movie, like almost made for engineers, like the first, the first 30 minutes of this movie, when they're like making the machine, I don't really understand what's happening at all because they're, they're supposed to be like these, um, You know, like garage computer guys, like creating their own, like Apple computer systems or whatever. And, and you're just, you're just trying, you're just kind of barely hanging on, trying to follow what's going on. And then eventually, all that stuff doesn't really matter. Like the beginning of this movie could have totally been eliminated completely. Like the first twenty minutes of this movie, it does not matter to the movie, but you're like trying to pay attention and the audio quality isn't super great. Um but uh it's uh it's definitely worth checking out. I, I would highly recommend it. Um okay. it's it's definitely a really cool time travel movie. And also if you've seen it, please explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> especially especially the end when things start going really weird. Um. So yeah, primer. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Um. So, uh, we have a response to um our questions from a, a couple weeks back. Remember, we were talking about fandom events. Yeah, uh, I've changed subjects. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, a couple of weeks back, we asked if anybody had ever been to a fandom uh movie Events, event yeah at the movie theater and listener travis to the show uh he uh he came up and told me he has been to a fandom event he went to see like a ghostbusters screening and uh he said it was pretty cool except that leading up to the movie there was 30 minutes worth of commercials oh uh. yeah he said like the movie started at eight But from 8 to 8.30, it was just commercials and not like previews, just like full on commercials to the point he said to the point where somebody got up and complained. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But he said he said he enjoyed the experience enough that he would go again. I think he said he's going to see something else sometime soon. I'm
1: curious if it's something that's not a movie,
0: you know, if it's like the opera
1: or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
1: There was actually something I saw. Uh, when he said a preview it, for that was a fandom event that
0: looked kind of interesting. Now I don't remember what it was. Uh huh. Sorry. Um, he said that uh, it, the ticket cost was as much as a regular movie. Oh okay. Okay. So it, it wasn't any more expensive or any cheaper. So, hmm. yeah. So that's. Uh, response corner
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i have a i have a corner to potentially throw in here all right Um,
0: fresh corner
1: nick have you seen the preview for sonic the hedgehog i sure did (laughs) what did you think of this because i heard i heard people being really pissed about this so yesterday i i had like a minute where i was like okay you know what while i'm while i've got like couple minutes to kill i mean let me go ahead and watch this preview for sonic the hedgehog and then as i'm watching i'm like
0: i gotta find out how nick <laughs> what nick thinks of this uh-huh. so go ahead um i was like i'm okay with this uh like i mean i think the sonic character looks terrible but like there have been worse things and uh you know it looks like a terrible kids movie you know and like but like the the rage that the internet expressed at the appearance of sonic the hedgehog i don't get i don't get it all like i mean he's still blue he's got <laughs> sneakers you know like who gives a shit like this so they revamped his look from 30 years ago well
1: i'm i'm kind of split on this specific part of this preview like sonic himself I don't see a problem with the design. He looks pretty much like he should. Yeah, but in he motion, looks, he looks like a God. hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, but but once they have him like running around, I'm like, "Oh, wow, the 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 effects on this, though. The design's fine, but the effects on it are like like 2000, you know, or 1999 CGI sort of stuff. Like just like, "Oh, it's a blurry
0: blue thing." Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't I didn't have a problem with any of it. I'm like like I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, I'll see this when it's on video. I'm not gonna go to theaters for it. But uh but like but like the anger that the internet experienced uh, of, yeah. of like, how could you do this to our beloved character who hasn't been in a good video game in thirty years? <laughs> like Like there hasn't been a good video game, good Sonic game since Sonic and Knuckles, and I think that was like 1993. And And Sonic and Knuckles was not super great.
1: No, I stopped at Sonic Two, which has, if if you've never beaten Sonic the Hedgehog Two, it has a very satisfying ending for uh, for the time. Like not so much because there's anything special that happens, but it's just very long. It's like uh-huh. the opposite of beating Aladdin, the old Genesis <laughs> game, where you just watch them fly past a moon on a carpet, uh-huh. um, or Jurassic Park, where you just see a dinosaur in a box shivering.
0: Um, doesn't this, doesn't Jurassic Park end with the Velociraptor on the bottom of a uh, helicopter?
1: Yeah, it's like in a crate that's uh that's hanging from a helicopter, and it's just like it's it, there's like a hole in the crate so you can see its face and its fingers. And it's just right. kind of shaking its hands a little
0: bit. <laughs> but is that the Dr. Grant ending or the Velociraptor ending?
1: That's the Velociraptor ending. I think that's because you got off the Island. The right. the Dr. Grant ending is a Tyrannosaurus growling in silhouette. Uh. At the sky. Um, but Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has this whole celebration of all the animals getting free and everything. And it takes like a good five minutes. Like it it was pretty exciting <laughs> that one time that I beat it.
0: I don't remember. You
1: probably, I, know I, I
0: know I beat it. Did you? Oh, Yo, yeah. I beat all of them. Oh, man. I
1: I think that might be the only video game I ever beat, but it took a long time anyway. Did uh, you ever get
0: all seven emeralds where you turn in like super say sonic? where he's like all gold and runs super super fast.
1: Uh I don't think that's in Sonic 2. Is that from the first one? Maybe Sonic and Knuckles. No, I don't remember. Um because that doesn't I don't know. I can picture it and yet it doesn't sound familiar, so I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I actually saw that or if I'm just making it up in my head cuz you just described it. <laughs> um <laughs> Um but anyway, yeah, so Dr. Robotnik, Jim Carrey, what are your thoughts there? Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I mean, the Dr. Robotnik character from the game is this one-dimensional evil guy, so, you know, if if it's like Jim Carrey having silly fun, uh, I'm on board. I'm still on board.
1: I'm not a Jim Carrey fan, but I'll say that, like, in
0: the preview, I was going, oh, they let Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey again. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: That's, that's cool
0: um he's doing a silly voice and acting silly uh you know it could be it could be a lot of fun i uh i i just did not get the hate from the internet for this movie that it's like a movie that has no business even attempting to be good like i was surprised that jim carrey is even in it like they must have just parked a big truck full of money outside his house
1: i don't know how much it costs to get jim carrey in something these
0: days Oh, Although I'm sure he demands, still has money, he still demands quite a quite a fee. Okay, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. As far as like the reactivity to it goes, the one thing I don't get, and you, you said beloved character, and I'm like, how did anybody ever get a sense of this character from the game? Like he spins around oh. and hits things. <laughs> like what what is there to say? Like that's not what
0: Sonic would do. Like, yeah. Well, he had like his own TV show for a while too.
1: Did the did the TV show character have much character?
0: Uh he was voiced by Jaleel White, TV's Urkel.
1: Ah. Did yeah. he ever say, Did I do that?
0: Uh, he did on Family Matters.
1: Oh, uh, but not as Sonic.
0: I don't think he said it as Sonic, no. But like there's like a lot of internet memes like making fun of it. Cause they, I think in every episode of the Sonic TV show they would do like a uh, like at the end of a GI Joe where they're like, and here's a special lesson for you kids.
1: Oh yeah. Like a little PSA.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And, um, and I think they would do that in Sonic and in, in the Sonic cartoon, because there's like a bunch of gag ones on the internet of him going like, don't light your house on fire kids. <laughs> Something like that, huh. which is good advice, you know, to not light your house on fire yeah, in case you were thinking about real. doing it. But, uh, but yeah, like the, the biggest complaint I heard about the movie is just the the character design, and I'm like, but he looks like a hedgehog. like he's well, got I, like mean, a I don't know if he face. looks like
1: a hedgehog, but he looks like Sonic. I
0: mean he doesn't I don't know if look that Sonic
1: like... ever looked like a hedgehog,
0: but I mean this this movie character looks like a hedgehog. like no. if you look at like the face of a hedgehog and look at the face of the Sonic character. <laughs> It Looks like a hedgehog. No, if he wasn't, look, if he you wasn't need to
1: bring up a picture of a hedgehog on your phone. <laughs> all, right, all right, he looks like Sonic. He looks like Sonic <laughs> the hedgehog, <laughs> which is what he should look like. All he right, doesn't I'm look like in. an
0: actual hedgehog. Well, like if you were to take a hedgehog and animate it into a cartoon, yeah, this thing looks like a. He looks like the Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, He's he got looks like, like
1: the Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, he looks like Sonic, <laughs> but Sonic never looked like a hedgehog.
0: Sonic movie. Yeah, I'm. am I'm gonna stand by it. He's got like the same kind of nose. You sir are being stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you can talk long enough, I'm gonna take a. Uh, I'm gonna try and put together a picture and send it to you. So just uh, speak for a minute or two.
1: Uh, yeah, so hedgehogs are brown. Um, <laughs> they don't have their spine separated into like three different groups of <laughs> chunks that go down their back. Um, Nick is right that they it does have a nose. <laughs> and I guess it's a small beanie little nose. Um, but otherwise, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog looks nothing like a hedgehog. And that is all going. I have to say about that. No, that's keep all, going. I'm almost that's done. That's all I got.
0: What all, what else do you got? Talk about something else.
1: <laughs> uh so movie versus movie. I'll just throw one of those in there. <laughs> and this is gonna sound like just one movie, but uh but this is the movie versus movie that I want to float your way. Uh-huh. Alien versus predator. Oh. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Alien versus predator. Why won't this go over? (laughs) I'm still working on this thing.
1: (laughs) Well, well, while we're speaking of Alien versus Predator, um, I saw on, I think it was Netflix last night, that uh, Freddy versus Jason is on there. And I was almost tempted to watch that. But then I thought, you know, I actually enjoyed Freddy versus Jason when I saw it in the theater. I'm not sure that's going to happen again. <laughs> I, I have no confidence that that experience is going to like hold up. So I chose not to, and I'll, I will just leave it in my memory as a pleasant experience.
0: I liked Freddy vs. Jason, too. I uh, I also enjoyed it. Uh, I was hoping that they would do a sequel to it, because I feel like it did well enough to warrant a sequel.
1: I think they were going to at some point.
0: Like I think at some point they were going to involve Ash from The Evil Dead, which would have been a terrible idea.
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar too. There there was supposed to be something with all three of them in it. And yeah, I don't I don't know about that. Actually, I'm starting to feel like maybe I never saw Evil Dead. I'm pretty sure I did. Um I know I never saw Army of Darkness. Is there an Evil Dead 2
0: or is Army of Darkness, is that Evil Dead 2? There's an Evil Dead 2 and then Army of Darkness.
1: Now, Evil Dead, the first one, isn't a, isn't so much
0: a comedy as the second one in Army right. of Darkness, right? I've never okay, so seen... I,
1: maybe I did see the first one, but I never saw any of the comedy ones.
0: I never saw the first one. Um. All right, I've finished creating my masterpiece here. I never saw the first one, and I never saw... Evil Dead 2 actually. But I've seen Army of Darkness about 40 times. Wow. And uh and I feel like I get it. I sent you a photograph all over the internet.
1: Yeah, I am bringing it up right now. No.
0: <laughs> they have the same nose. Yeah, you just keep saying that. It's a black <laughs> dot. Anything
1: but like even- Winnie the Pooh has the same nose. I could put a picture of Winnie the Pooh right next to this picture of a hedgehog and it would be equal equally as hedgehoggy.
0: <laughs> Listeners, I'm going to put this picture on on the website and and please weigh in about oh. whether or not the Sonic the Hedgehog looks like an actual hedgehog.
1: And and note that Sonic the Hedgehog has a different colored mouth than the rest of it and that it's got ears that you can see and that the hedgehog does not have ears. You can see
0: hedgehog, the hedgehog has, (laughs) 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 I just wanted to say hedgehog, the hedgehog, Uh. um, uh, so movie versus movie alien versus predator. Yeah. Um, you know what we should do is Alien versus Predator versus Freddy versus movie versus movie Alien versus Predator versus Freddy versus Jason. Um, I enjoyed I had, Alien versus Predator also. I enjoyed it too. But that's like, that's another one of those movies where I'm like, doesn't need any people in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think uh I think the show is getting a little long and maybe we should hold off on Alien versus Predator.
1: Yeah, it got a little long while you were putting together your uh
0: My Master Hedgehog versus Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Matt, anything to plug? Uh no, I got nothing this week. Okay. Uh like I said, check out ThisWeekInFilm.com. dot com. You can see the the picture that I put together live on the air. Of Hedgehog versus Hedgehog, um, uh, you can also find out anything you want to know about the show. Oh, the the podcast is now available on Spotify. What? If that if that matters to you, if you're already listening to us, you know, continue doing so. But if you ha- if you are listening to us and you haven't left us a review on iTunes or Castbox or Stitcher wherever you get the show, please do that. It really helps us out somehow. And, um, I guess if, uh, also tell your friends about the show, tell, tell three friends about the show this week and tell them that you won't be friends unless they listen to the show anymore. I mean, tell friends that you think
1: would like it, (laughs) that you like it. (laughs) (laughs) Threaten your friends with the show. Don't just go, Hey friends, there's a podcast called this week in film. It's not very good, but (laughs) it's there.
0: (laughs) yeah don't be honest about it just uh (laughs) um but yeah this week in film you can you can find links to all of our different wherever you want to find us you can find us there uh so i guess if that's the end of the reel we'll see you next week in film thanks for coming